Hey there, I'm Rachel Corbett and welcome to Small Change, the podcast that's all about the small changes you can make that'll make a big difference to your finances. How insured are you? Do you think you're overinsured? Underinsured? Do you have no idea what I'm talking about? Insurance can be complicated, confusing, and you might be able to think of a more fun activity than checking in on your policies. I get it. But given that it can be one of our biggest expenses, author and founder of Money with Jess, Jess Irvine, is here to explain why it's worth taking another look at your insurances and how you could get some more cash in your back pocket. Having appropriate insurances in place for you and your family is absolutely critical to your financial future. Nobody wants that nightmare scenario where you're in a car crash, your house gets broken into, or you have to pay for some unexpected health-related expenses, and not to have those insurances in place to smooth that cost for you. But, you know, insurance can be a little bit intimidating as a topic, a little bit boring, and many people end up setting and forgetting their insurance policies and not returning to them to see exactly what they are and are not covered for in the event of a claim. In the meantime, those premiums can really add up over time and insurance really is one of the biggest components of Australian household budgets. We know that underinsurance is a major problem for a lot of families, but it can also be true that overinsurance is costing you too much. So in particular, if you're a family where you have some cash buffers set aside, maybe in your emergency fund, or even if you have family members that you know that you can call on in a crisis, it is possible that you are paying too much in your insurance premiums, particularly if you have opted for really low excesses. So what is an excess? When it comes to insurance, that's the amount of money that you agree to pay out of your own pocket in the event of a claim. So, for example, when it comes to private health insurance, the government actually determines what the maximum excess you can agree to is. And it is for singles $750 and for families $1,500. Now, that has actually increased in the last couple of years. So many people may simply be able to jump on and look at their health insurance coverage. And if they've got an excess that is lower than that, you could increase the excess that you agree to pay, which will directly decrease the premiums that you pay each month or each fortnight. Now, of course, increasing your excesses mean that you will be out of pocket to a higher amount in the event that you do have to claim, but those savings are really worth considering. And I'd like to run you through after the break how much you could potentially save by opting for a higher excess. So excesses will apply to every insurance policy that you have, be it your home insurance, your car insurance or your health insurance. But just using, for example, that private health insurance excess, and I would love to run you through the figures of how much you might be able to save. So it will depend on the private health insurer, but say you do increase your excess from, say, if it's set at $250 up to that maximum $750 for singles. Imagine that perhaps that saves you something in the region of $100 per month on the cost of your premiums. So you'd only have to hold that policy with the higher excess for 7.5 months, which is 7.5 times $100 gets you to the $750. 
just by having that lower premium in an ongoing sense, you will accumulate a savings which could be equivalent to whatever that higher excess is that you'd have to pay in the future, but have that money sitting in your bank account instead. Now, that's not going to work out if you do end up having that expense fall within that seven and a half-ish month period, you're going to be worse off. But say that you don't actually use the policy, you don't make a claim, you're not going into hospital during that period. If you allow those savings to accumulate, say, in your emergency fund, you know that you will be covered for that higher out-of-pocket cost in the event of a future claim. And instead of paying all that money to the insurance company, you're keeping that in your own pocket. Now, of course, whenever it comes to insurance, we're dealing with risks and we're dealing with risks assessments, which are notoriously hard because nobody can see what will happen in the future. But if you are a family or a person who, you know, given the cost of living crisis, you are reviewing your insurances and you're considering either scrapping them or downgrading them. Playing with your excesses can be another card that you can have up your sleeve as an alternative strategy to reduce those ongoing premium costs while still keeping that coverage in place for you. If you are thinking about doing this, it can be as simple as just picking up the phone and talking to your insurance company about what your coverage is and what savings there may be potentially for you from having a different level of excess. Always worth while you're on the phone checking that your coverage is for the things that you still need. So for health insurance, if you're a mum and you're done having kids, don't make sure that you're not still overpaying for you know the obstetrics cover. And if you're a younger type of person, really considering whether you need that hip replacement surgery cover. And just having that conversation with your insurer can be a great alternative to deciding that you need to ditch the policy altogether. So you can have your cake and eat it too. Or should I say have more money to buy the cake and still be covered for dental in case of cavities? Brilliant. If you've got a question for any of our experts or you want to share how these small changes are impacting your finances, then make sure you drop us an email at smallchange@novapodcasts.com.au. And remember that all the advice given on this show is general and doesn't take into account your personal situation. So if you want to do something about that, you make sure you seek your own independent financial advice. Thanks so much for joining us and I'll catch you on Monday for another episode of Small Change.